0: Okay, we are learning Davzain. We're starting from the bottom of Omidave, three lines up from the bottom. And uh, we spoke a couple days about the different time frames of Baal Ta'achah. So the, the classical time frame is what we know of the Shalish Regalam, all different ways in the Tanam how you calculate, but the three Regalam, But we also learned, we learned from the Karban Bachar. And again, the Karban Bachar is when a person has livestock. So the firstborn animal is automatically sanctified and it's meant to be brought as a carbon. Remember, there was no heart saw. In the Bakhar there's no specific appeasement that it has, it's just a din karban. it's brought in on Mizveh. And it's given to the Kohen, it's a matnos kahuna. And there, the Torah emphasizes that it's bashana teichlen, it's meant to be eaten within the year. And that brought us to an interesting point, which we discussed in detail yesterday, that there's also an additional time frame for Baal in the passage of a year. So it's either the year or the three regalim and we learn from vachar to karbanos and karbanos to vachar, so on and so forth. So now, the Gemara moves on to a new question. When does the beginning of the count of the year begin? And what's bothering the Gemara, specifically, is that the Torah says in Parshat HaMara that you're not allowed to bring a carbon for the first seven days of its life. For the first seven days it can't be eaten. And the idea is you're not exactly sure, 100%, is it healthy, is it not healthy, is it going to survive, is it viable? You just see this little baby. So you have to wait until it's eight days old until and bring it as a carbon. So is it a year only after eligibility from a carbon begins? The Gemara is trying to figure out. So it's really when it turns a year and eight days old, or is it a year then? the end of that first year. It's not a year that it was eligible for a carbon, it's a year, a year is a year. That's more or less the Gemara's question. So the Gemara says, So Abai says, in the time that it's born. Yeah, it's just, we don't, we don't start, only start counting once it turns eight days old, the year from right away from it's born. From the time that it was near at, which it became fit for saw. What does saw mean? Hatzal means ritzweh. Hartzell means appeasement. Didn't we say two daphim ago that our car has no Hartzell? So here the term is being used loosely. It just means from the time that it was fit for a carbon, meaning from once it turned eight days old. So if only once it's fit to be a carbon, that's when the, t- the clock begins ticking. And from that point on, you have a year till you bring it. Now, so it's an interesting dispute. Do you start counting right away, or do you start counting only from its eligibility for a carbon from eight days old? So the Qumran notes right away, below Pligi, we could suggest that there's no machlokas. Ha if Yaakov, who said that it's only once it turn eight days old that the clock sticks, starts ticking, he's talking about a time if it doesn't have a mum. So if it doesn't have a mum, so what do you do with the bachar that doesn't have a mum? You bring it as a carbon. So if the, the din is to bring it as a carbon, so the clock begins ticking only when it's eligible for a carbon. So then you have to wait till eight days old. Then it makes sense that the year is really a year and eight days. However, top of Zayn with Ali, was talking about if it had a mum. If it had a mum, what do I do with a bachar that has a mum? Obviously, you can't bring a carbon. Allah says, you can't bring a carbon on anything that has a mum. Anything that has a mum is totally balanced, to bring a carbon. So what are you going to do with a bahar baal mum? So the Torah says, actually it doesn't say it explicitly, but the Gemara and is is derived from Sokim, that you just give it as a present to the Kohen and the Kohen is able to shecht it as is with its mum and go ahead and eat it. So if it's a baal mum, you're not anyways not bringing it as a carbon. So there the time frame of a year begins right away. If it doesn't have a blemish, you bring it as a carbon, so the clock begins ticking only when it's eligible for a carbon, only once it's eight days old. But if it's blemish and you're not going to bring it as a carbon, you're just giving it to the coin, and the coin has a year to eat it, so then why shouldn't the year begin as soon as it's born? So there's essentially no dispute. One was, person was talking about one case, of a hard time; that's a year and eight, to eight days. It's only once it's eligible for the carbon. The other one was talking about what it was blemish. it was blemish, you're just going to eat it regularly at home. If the coin's just going to eat it regularly at home, so then the time frame begins as soon as it is born. Are you allowed to eat a blemished animal as soon as it's born? What's the Gemara's question? The Gemara's question is that the idea of eight days is not just eligibility for carbon. The Gemara and Shabbos learns up that you know what we derive from here? That we're not sure that the animal is really considered a viable fetus. It's not considered necessarily a healthy animal until it turns eight. Meaning we're basically nervous until it turns eight, it may die at any moment that's the concept of why you wait 8 days. It's kind of like the equivalent of a child waiting 30 days for pigeon abed. Until it's 30 days it might be an afo. So for an animal until it's 8 days it might be an afo. So what's the what's the ramifications of that? That in general you're not allowed to shecht it. Why? Cuz it might not be a viable a viable animal. It's nothing to do with the laws of kosher, but in general you're not allowed to slaughter an animal and eat it until the baby until that baby animal is 8 days old cuz otherwise it might not be considered a, a healthy animal, it may maybe a sick animal which has no life. If it has no life, then the shechita doesn't permit it. Remember, what's the essence of shechita? The removal of life. If the, if the animal's life is not a life, if it's not viable, then the shechita doesn't permit it to be eaten. So stop, you have to wait till eight days old before you shepherd. So the Gemara is saying, even if it's a blemished one, why are you saying that the clock begins right away? The clock should also only begin once it turned to eight days old. Because even if all you're doing it is slaughtering it in your ordinary backyard and eating it, but you still have to wait till eight, eight days old before it's eligible to do that says We're talking about a case where we were certain that all of the, it was a complete pregnancy. So basically the Gemara has an outlook on the perspective of the fetuses that are not viable is that there is something um, short about the pregnancy. So if we have a way of verifying, whatever it is, however you know exactly when the mother, the mother cow was impregnated. So then you'll know exactly if it was a complete full-term pregnancy. Then you could know it's a viable kid even before it turned eight days old. The only time you have to wait until it's eight days old is when you don't know the circumstances of the pregnancy. But if you know exactly it's a full term, you don't have to wait until eight days old. In that case, the clock begins ticking right away as soon as it's born. And then you don't have to wait um, until eight days old. Okay, now we go back to other things that the Rosh Hashanah, that Echel ben is Rosh Hashanah for. What did our Mishnah say it is for? Shtaris, right? We said stars, and we mentioned regal, But now the brayso adds more. It's also the first of months, meaning the order of months. That's like the most basic one. The Mishnah omitted that. We'll see why. Nissan is the first month. For calculations, we're going to see what that is, right? You make a leap year. It sounds like from over here that you can make a leap year. You can declare the year to be a leap year first in Nisan. But the Gemara will quickly challenge that. We'll we'll talk about that. The Latruma Shkollim, for the separation of Shkollim. Remember, every year, everybody donates a half shekel and they use it for Carbano Seaboard. When do they start using every year the new shkalim Nissan. The HLM and other people add Aflashir Spatum. Also for rentals. For rental of houses, rentals go until Nissan. We'll see exactly what that is a reference to. So now the Gemara is going to examine each of these laws. How do you know Nisun is the first month? Meaning, when I say, what is the first, second, third month? There's an objective, correct answer to that, right? Nisun is the first month. How do I know that that's true? Maybe you should be, I don't know, based on Tishrei, for example. So the Gemara says, mm-hmm. Moshe tells people, people in Parshas bow when they're still in time, this month is the first of the months. But which one? The one that you bring the carbon pesach in, right? That's the beginning of Perikid bayes in Shmos, which talks about all the laws of carbon pasach. So we know that that month is the first of the months. Now, how do you know which month that is? Because it says, "The al Chodesh that the tenth of this month." Ish sel- le-vei sab-a sel-aba, sel-aba. Everybody takes right a lamb per household. The details of the carbon pesach. You keep it in waiting, safeguard it for four days, and then they make a shkita. Fine. We still don't know what month that is. However, what does the pasuk go on to say? es Chodesh HaAviv. The pasuk says, and this is a pasuk in Parchas Re'eh, to guard the month of Aviv and do what? What do you guard? Make the carbon pasach. So if you put together the pesukim from Bo with the pesukim in Re'eh, we know that the carbon pasach is brought in the first month, and we know that the carbon pasach is brought when in the Chodesh HaAviv. What is Aviv? Aviv means to ripen. So what month in the year, just based on the signs, is there, is there ripening produce which is growing? Just by going out and looking in the world, you can tell that's Nisan, Nisan is when these things are ripening. And now we know that the Torah referred to that month as the first month. So basically, the Torah says the month of the Pesach is the first month, the Pasuk in Parshas refers to the month of Pesach is brought in as Chodesh Ha'aviv. So that means the month that the produce ripens. We know that the produce ripens in Chodesh Nissan. Says the Gemara, that's not necessarily true. Feima ir, it could be ear. Ear also, there's a lot of grain which is becoming ripe. Says the Gemara, but you know, aviv Valeka. Aviv means the first ripening produce. So meaning to say that even if there is crops which, which ripen in ir, you wouldn't say that's the first ones. The first ones to ripen take place in Nisan. Says the Gemara, feima adar. But just the opposite then, it should really be other. Meaning if you take a look in the world, the earliest ones are other. most of them are Nisan, and the late ones are year. That's the way it is. So how do you know to say that it's, that it's Nisan, because most take place then, but the earliest ones are other. So maybe Aviv, Chodesh Aviv, is actually other. Says says, more, no, but you know, we, we assume that when the Torah says Chodesh Aviv, we mean that most of the ripening is taking place. So that's a reference to Nisan. Says the more "Midi rov of It doesn't say rove in the Pasuk, it just says chodesh ha aviv. Who says aviv is determined based upon majority? Maybe it's determined based on the beginning of the ripening right process, which happens in Adar. El, Amar fista. So rather we we, we totally leave the source aside. We need a new source again. That Nisan is the first of the months. It says in the Pasuk, Now we're moving on to Suqis. Yom the 15th day of the seventh month. But us, and this is talking about sockets, and the pasuk indicates what is the seventh month. But us, when you gather in the crop of your land, so that means again, in the Middle Eastern climate, what do they do? They cut the grain in when it's ripe, and then in the spring, and then they leave it out to dry the entire summer, and then they bring it in, they harvest it, meaning they go ahead and gather it into their homes in the beginning of the fall. So, but when the Chodesh Ashvi, so he's a Chodesh which month do we normally assume that they gather in crop? Have you always said Tishrei? We know this again, just in the Mediterranean climate, that the assumption is you do it right before the rainy season, which is during Tisha. Because how does the Torah refer to that as the seventh month? So we see that it must be that Nisan is the first month. If we know that the Torah is calling the seventh month, the month of Tisha, right? the time so working backwards, we know Nisan must be the first month. Says the Maybe really the possibility of the seventh month of the year. So meaning the bar is saying maybe. It's actually possible that ER is the first month, and now that would mean that you gather in, in the seventh month. So that's more no being in Assapalika, it's a gathering, right? During Cheshvan you don't gather. The point of the Gemara is it's just like you're wrong. Everyone brings in all their grain before my You know why? Because of the rain. Right? When does it start raining? We know from learning Mesakhastin is it rains right in the beginning of Mark so that's why we start saying Maracheshvan right at the end of Sukez, right? So it doesn't make sense to say that Maracheshvan is the month that people gather in. You don't want to gather in once it's already projected to rain. Obviously, you're going to gather in right before it's projected to rain. So it's not true. The Gemara is saying that people gather in Maracheshvan. Clearly, people gather in in tissue. It Says more of Maybe it's Elo. Maybe people start gathering their grain as soon as early as Elo, Shvila What seventh month is the seventh month from Adar? says the Gemara the majority of the gathering takes place in Tishrei and not in El meaning the Gemara is conceding that there is some gathering that might take place in El but the majority takes place in Tishrei the Gemara has the same problem the majority it just says the month of gathering so maybe it means the month that gathering process begins it doesn't necessarily mean the month that most gathering takes place so we're back stock we need another source a source that what? Nisan is the first month we make a fundamental switch. We are not able to find the source from the Torah that Nisan is the first month. We need to go to Pesok in Navi. the What does it say? It happens on the 24th day of the 11th month. Who? Chodesh The 11th month is the Chodesh of Shabbat. So you see explicitly here in the Pasuk what the order is. Okay, great. And now we have our source, even though it didn't come necessarily from the Torah. We see from the Passocket in Zechariah that Shavat is the 11th month. You know, Nisan is the first month. Now the Gemara is going to give us five more, pretty much the same exact thing. Psukim, additional p'sokim from Nah, where we're able to see the order of the months. Rabbi we bring from the Esther story. So the 10th month, which is Chodesh Tevez. So obviously we see Tevez is the 10th. The nine month earlier was Nisan. So here, another passage from Zachariah, it says the 4th day of the ninth month, which is Kislev. If Kislev is the ninth month, Nisan must be the 1st. Back to the Megillah. So it says that the, the, the scribes of the king and the, were, were called in the 3rd month, which is the Chodesh of Sivan. If Sivan is the 3rd, then Nisan is the 1st. We, we we say chodesh adar is the twelfth month again, which clearly indicates the order Nisan must be the first. You could see from the beginning of that pasuk. So what is that? That's the best one, right? And it took us a while to get that. But again, from the perm story, it says in the first month, which is, in the, first of, which is the month of Nisan. So again, what happened there in the perm story, let's just give us context because it's going to be important. He makes the lottery and it falls, it falls that it should, when should he destroy the Jewish people? He looks at his lots and it comes in Adar. So he starts, when does he start implementing, executing the plan? In Nisan. So we see, the Gemara says, says the Gemara, like, why did it take everybody so long? That would be the best possible. Why? Because you don't have to work backwards. You don't have to say, if Sivan is the third, then it must be Nisan is the first, and so on and so forth. You just see. It says, Nisan is the first. says, the Gemara, what does it mean, Rishon is the first month? mil say, the first month since this occurred. Meaning, what we mean to say is, what happened was, Haman made the lots. And it's possible when the Torah is saying Nisan is the first month, it's not talking about the first month of the yearly cycle, but it means that the first month after Haman got power and Ben Mordecai didn't bow to him. And it means, our first, the first, it took Haman not, not so long, just the first month after the whole story went down, that's when he was already planning on destroying the Jewish people. So we don't necessarily see that the Pasuk in context means the first month of the yearly cycle. That's why we were bringing the other p'sukkot. Says the Gemara now, why did our Tana, the Tana of our Mishnah, on that leave this out, right? They took us a brisa to say that, that Nisan is Rosh Hashanah for months. The Mishnah didn't say that. The Mishnah only mentioned that it's Rosh Hashanah for the Shtaros, for the kings and the regalim, but it didn't mention this point. So the Gemari says, Tana didan, bishonim kamayi. He's only relevant talking about, he was talking about the new year, the way that it relates to the years. Like for example, the king's reign is considered in another year once Nisan comes. lo He's not discussing a nafkeminah that's only relevant to months. He's speaking on a bigger scale. So it doesn't mean it's not true. There's no dispute. Just the style of artana was only to, to speak about Nafkaminas, where the, the month of Nisan was, a, was, a, was a, uh, a month which is triggering a new yearly cycle. Now we continue analyzing the price of iburin. We said that Nisan is the beginning of the year for the double months. Cheshbening a leap year. So the Gemara says, Is that true? You make a leap year from Nisan. Libur, Minisam, and Again, we're talking about the, the Basin. Basin is sitting in Cheshbunin When Which year should be a leap year? So does Basin really do that from Chodesh Nisan? Vatanya says in a B'ra'at's Rabbi, and Rosh Hashanah. One thing is, what's the rule? You're not allowed to make, you, meaning Basin, is not allowed to calculate the new, um, the, what's going to be a leap year before Rosh Hashanah. What's the reason? It's too early. By the time there comes, people are going to forget. So you can't, you have to always make the, the, the cheshben and make the decision closer. You can't do it before Hashanah. Even if it did it, it's not effective. Time is a pressing need. What does it mean, Times of a pressing need? It means that it's probably hard sometimes for them to gather. The reason is, is because a lot of times then you, need, you need the formal court, right? You need the Sanhedrin and the Nasi. A lot of times you have the guy, you know, saying that you can't meet so on and so forth. Not only 150 years ago, For the rabbis to have the conferences in St. Petersburg, they had to have approval from the Tsar, right? So, this is uh, stuff like this. It's it's not a crazy thing. It's not so simple for a bunch of rabbis to get together and meet. So, maybe if it was Mepnei Atchak, then you could do it right after Rosh Hashanah. And whatever you do, the month that you add has to be Adar. It can't be any other month. How do we know that, by the way? This is, again, we're saying two different points. When they can meet, when they can convene to make the decision, and which month is the double month. How do we know that? So, Rashi tells us an interesting Rashi here. It's a little bit of a gem. That the Pasuk says, right, that Pasuk we looked at, Shomar is Chodesh Aviv, Vasisa Pesach. So, what is it saying? It's saying, make sure that then when you're going to bring the carbon Pesach, Shomar is Chodesh Aviv. You have to make sure that Nisan is the Chodesh Aviv, that the grain is ripening. The grain has to be ripening during the month that Pesach falls. What does that mean? If the grain is not ready to, is not ready to ripen and Nisan is coming, then you add the extra month. That postpones Nisan by a month and gives extra time. That's how you know that the Chodesh that you're adding is the one that is Adar. That's what Rashi says here. At any rate, it's really ideally supposed to be calculated close to that time. But the evidence could be done as early as Rosh Hashanah, but not before Rosh Hashanah. So what in the world is the Mishnah saying? Nisan is the beginning? Is the of saying Nisan is the beginning of when you Cheshman to calculate the leap years? That's just not true. You can only calculate the leap years after Tishrei. Is there a separate process for declaring the leap year versus just saying that this is Adar Shayvi? Um, yes, there's a lot of astrology that's got to go down. They had like Similar like, make sock, yes. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah Exactly separate from Rosh Chodesh, It's calculating whether it's gonna be an extra month. Yeah So the Mars says not it. it means when the a when you have to stop calculating meaning during Adar you can add a second Adar. once Adar starts and the month of Nisan begins even if you see you really need an extra month, you can't add, too late. You can't say during Nisan that it's really Adar. You can say during Adar that we're going to add an extra Adar, but once Nisan comes, you got to stop calculating. That's what it means. It's the beginning of when you have to stop calculating. You can calculate the month the whole Adar. Other people said that as soon as it came the 14th of Adar, already you have to stop. You have to do it in the beginning of the month. If you didn't do it in the beginning of the month of Adar, you can't add by the, in the end. And our mission is coming to, our prize is coming to say, no, you can do it the whole other. says, what's the reason for the one who said that you can only make a leap here until Purim? says, since we said, you have to start learning about all the halachas of Pesach 30 days before. So what does that mean? That means people are always men, are mentally associating Purim with 30 days from now is Pesach. So if you're going to add an extra month, what's going to happen? They're not going to be aware of it. They're going to think that Pesach was really earlier. And what does that mean? When it comes to right Pesach, what are they going to be doing? They might be eating chametz at that time. Because they're so strong, that association between 30 days, 30 days later is Pesach, that if you play with their minds and you start adding another Adr afterwards, it's not going to go in. And they're not going to realize when the correct date is for Pesach and they might end up eating chametz on Pesach. So therefore, that opinion says you have to calculate it before Purim time. You don't make it before Purim time, it's too late. However, the price is disagreed, and it's saying you can do it all the way until Nisan. Now, says the Gemara, the other no, Everybody knows that the question is, depends about leap years. Everybody knows that it's telling, you know, there's deep astrology going on to figure out when exactly it's going to ripen. They can understand that there was a delay. The rabbis didn't finish their calculations until now. So they're not going to necessarily assume Ironclad that 30 days from Berm is Pesach. People understand that there might be a leap year. Even after that point, they can understand there's delay, so there's no concern that they're going to come to eating comments on Pesach. So therefore, you have the entire Chodesh Adar. Says the Gemara, how come our town of the Mishnah didn't tell us that Nisan is the end of when you can calculate the years? He was only saying things That Nisan is the beginning of He was not saying things That Nisan is the end of So to say that Nisan is the end of when you calculate the, the, the years Was not something That he was going to say Now we analyze further What the The have said The Bryce have said Nisan is the beginning Of when you separate shkolem. How do we know this? I'm Rav Hoshi we look at the Pasuk. It talks about Rosh Chodesh Karbanas. This is the Ola of the New Moon. At its mechadsho, as the month is renewed, lichad for the months of the year. So, what? Is, that's obviously repetitive. So, Amr we make a drasha. Chadeish v'havei Renew the whole thing and bring the carbon from a new separation. Meaning that there's one month where you're going to start at the beginning of the month. Those chodesh karbanos, bringing from the new lishka, bringing from the new collection. What 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 month is that? It just says zos chodesh But which one? Which shei ha but what month is that? The shanah shanah means nisan. We learn, we learn, we learn, of the word shanah to another place where it says shanah and it's referring to nisan. Remember when it's talking about the beginning month, is we see the word shanah. Here it says, So here too in context, we assume it is nisan and that's exactly what the Torah is saying. That when it comes to nisan time, the karbonos should be brought from the new collection of the shkalim. That's why, when do we start collecting the Shqalim? Echel Ba'adar. if you remember from Masach One month before is when you fundraise. Because one month, in, one month later, or Chodesh, Nisan, is when you're going to start using the new funds. Frech how do you know to learn Shana Shana from Nisan? to It says from the beginning of the year, we're going to learn this later, that that pasuk is a reference to Tishrei. Because it says that the world is judged then, we're going to see that that Tishrei. So how do you know it's to Nisan? Maybe it's Tishrei. It says, These are rules of Gzair Shava. Here, it says, By there, it just says, So it's better to learn You shouldn't learn to a place where it just said Shana. So it's a better Gzair Shava the words were more similar to learn that it was Nisan, not Tishrei. We learn more about the new trauma. Um, our view, all the new kabanos which are often on the first of Nisan, mitzvah lavi It's a mitzvah to bring it from the new funds. Let's say you didn't do it that way. Let's say you bought the carbonos from animals which were purchased from the old year stuff. It's okay. The carbon is still valid. Ella, mitzvah. The novelty here is that it's not ma'akov. It's a mitzvah to bring from the new funds. But if you bought it from the old funds after Rosh Kodesh Nisan, the carbon is still valid. Tanya Carbon being brought the first to bring it from the new year. Maybe but brought from the old one, A new point, is not the Let's say a carbon was brought, a, a offering was brought, a communal one, from a private person who donated from his own money. Very interesting. In other words, normally what happens is everybody donates a half a shekel, it's all gathered together, and that's the funds of the Tzibor. What if one guy just added a private donation to that? Is that okay, is that valid? So we say it is valid. the It's valid, but he has to really transfer. It. Meaning, if it's his private thing, that doesn't work. He has to first make the money, he has to like, you know, purge the money of its individuality. He has to really give it over first to the power of tibor. Once it's tibor's money, then it could be used. I mean, obviously, why... Why would it not be good? If he gives it to the Tibor, of course it's good. You may have said we should be concerned. Maybe he didn't really wholeheartedly give it over. What does that mean? Maybe he's bringing it. He really wants that the community should be bringing from his money. It's very subtle. Am I making a donation that the community will bring an animal from my money? Or am I donating my money to the Tibor and the Tzibor's money now will be brought to bring a carbon? Very subtle. Maybe this guy wants that credit, that it's his money that is bring, uh, bringing a carbon tzibur. So maybe he's not really going to wholeheartedly give the money to the money of the tzibur. Kamash Malan, <laughs> the bride says that it's okay, we're not concerned for that. Zot Umar, going back to our Mishnah. Our Mishnah did not say that the first of Nisan is Rosh Hashanah for Shemal HaKadasha. Why not? Says the Gemara, because Tiva Diktani, maybe Yadza, remember, what did the bride say? that it's preferable that it's brought from the Shurm But if it's not, what's the Din? You're still yoy to be the Eved. So therefore lop psikale, it's not a real rule. The Tan is not a real rule that you got to bring from the Shurm from Nisan and on, An, even though you should do that, but if you didn't, the Yisa, all the Karbonos are still good. So therefore, the Mishnah, the Tan of our Mishnah didn't list it. What else did the bribes say? V'yeh Nisan is the first for rentals. What in the world is that a reference to? more elaboration Someone rented his house He's, the terms of the lease were for a year. What's a year? Monash 12 months later right? The calendar date so if it's Tesfav Cheshvan the next Tesfav Cheshvan the lease is up. But let's say he said for this year, he didn't say it's a one year lease. He said for this year, different, a different language, even if the lease only began on the first of Adar. So it's a fresh lease, but he only said for this year, as soon as the first of Nisan comes, the year is complete and now there's an expiration to it. Very interesting idea. Tosas is very bad. Why don't you just look at the terms of the lease? I mean, there should be market value here, right? What does it say in the lease? Is it, right, is it, is it, is it $7,000 a month, $10,000 a month? What, what does it say? Whatever the market we're going price is, but it should say there, uh, we should be able to gauge how much the lease is. Well, that's Tesis' question. Maybe it doesn't say exactly, it just says maybe per month, but you don't know how many months, maybe something like that. I'll go upon him, it says Lishan Azu, so you assume for this year is up in Nissan. Why do we assume it's up then? Why do we assume that? So we'll see in a second why that emerges. Remember, even if, why do we say the beginning of Adar? Let's say the lease was the 29th of Adar. Why don't we say the same thing? I said for this year, and the year is up by Nisan. So we should say the same thing, that one day later, we assume that it expires. Why are we saying it's a month? The answer is Shani Yachal. experiment with Lameka and Litzfer It's not People don't bother renting houses. You don't go sign a lease for a month if it's less than a month. Then for a year if it's less than a month. Meaning... You're not going to bother getting a lease for that. You'll stay in a hotel for that price. You know what I mean? If it's just one night, you'll stay in a hotel. You can understand this. You know, you'll sublet something, for, let's say 30 days. Less than 30 days, you'll figure it out. You know? So bottom line is, if you say Lishon Azu, it's got to be a minimum of 30 days. But if it's a minimum of 30 days, as long even if it's just from the first of Adar, then Lishon Azu, we assume, is off when it comes to Chodesh Misa why Misa? Well, where do we get that from? maybe the year is up by Tishrei by Tishrei again this is all like what people are thinking this is Choshen Mishpah what is the assumption if I say I'm renting the house for the year When is the year up? Is the year up? Nissan is the year up to How do we know? Why are we assuming it's Nissan? So the Kumar explains, again, put yourself back in the Mediterranean climate. So when do people need to rent a a house for the year? They need it for the rainy season. That's when you really need a house. You need a house for the rainy season. So the rainy season is up in Nissan. That's why at the end of Nissan, when Nissan comes, we assume that the year is up. Says the Gemara, why didn't the other Tanam say this? Says the Gemara, Tana, tana Kama the Bright so we so, didn't count Nisan, and our Tana, who didn't speak about this at all. And Nisan also, their clouds are common. So basically, since there's a lot of clouds in Nisan, it rains in Nissan as well. So at least that began in others not going to expire in Nisan necessarily, because maybe the guy needs it throughout Nissan. So he doesn't agree that the assumption is that the lease is going to be up in Nissan. The, the, this Dana is saying that, oh, it stops raining by Nissan, so the assumption is that the lease is up. The argument can be made, that's not necessarily true. It rains during Nissan as well, there's still clouds that are out there. So maybe the person, we assume the person wants the lease to continue all the way to Eir. So basically we don't know. So we don't know exactly what it is. So we can't make a hard rule that Nissan is Rosh Hashanah for rentals. Okay, now we go back to our mission. We go forward. We go forward. After we learned... What did we learn so far? Echad ben Nisan is Rosh Hashanah for Malachim and Regalim, right? So now we go forward. We said, Echad be'elol is Rosh Hashanah Again, what does that mean? That means that if I have animals that were born in one year, animals born in a different year, they have to tie them separately. Remember, he put, put them in the pen, one every ten animals, a karva. Animals born in one year can't be done together with the animals born in a in separate year. They're done separately. But what's the end of the year? What's the cutoff? So we have a dispute. Rabbi, the Mishnah says the first of Elo right? That's what the Mishnah says, the first of Elo, But then the Mishnah said, Rabbi Laz and Rabbi Shimon say it's the first of Tishrei. So we have a dispute: Is it the first of Elo That's the Stam Tana. And Rabbi Lass and Rabbi Shimon say it's really the first of Tishrei. So the Gemara says, Mani, who is the author of the Mishnah that says it's Echad Be Elul? The Mishnah didn't give an identity to that Tana. So who is the Stam person, Rameir? Why? Where do we see that? Now nah, we learn in the Mishnah, Mishnah on B'chayes Rameyer, Rameyer, Rameyer. It's the Remeir, so we get specific names. So it's really Remeir, so our Mishnah sounds like it's the Das of Remeir. But then, what, what did the Mishnah say before? Remember, the Mishnah said Regulum. We said that Nisan is Rosh for Regulim. So, what did we say? In what way is it Rosh for Regulim? So, he explained for Baal Ta'achar, and the Mishnah was going like Reb Shimon. Why was it going like Reb Shimon? Because the Tanakhama held that what Baal Ta'achar is three Regulum in any sequence. Reb Shimon held this Baal Akhar only in the specific sequence of Pesach Shavu'a Sukkot. So, our Mishnah was following Reb Shimon. And it was saying that, 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 that Nisan, the month that has Pesach, is the Rosh Hashanah of the Regolim because we'll have the beginning of the sequence. So it sounds like the Mishnah is only Reb Shimon, Reb Meir. Anyone remember what is Reb Mayer's actual personal opinion about Acher? One Rego, actually. That was Reb Meir's opinion. Back. So but the Mishnah is flip flopping. First, the Mishnah by Meister, by Emma is talking only in the view of Reb Mayer. But the dinner of Regolim... It was talking only in the view of Reb Shimon. Now let's make it even worse. Ama Sefa, Shimon, After we say that Rosh Hashanah for Maiza Amos is, 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 is Elol, then we quote Reb Shimon as saying it's the first of Tishrei. So what happens? Risha, the beginning of the Mishnah, which said Ragolim is only going like Reb Shimon. Sefa that said that, that 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 the Rosh Hashanah for Amos is Tishrei, is only Reb Shimon. Umatiyasa, but the middle part of the Mishnah that said Rosh Hashanah for Maiza Bahema is Elol is only Rameir. So how do we have such a mission that flip-flops back and forth like that? So the Gemara says, I'm Rav Rebbe, he, the time of the mission is nobody. It's not them. It's Rebbe who's the one who's talking. He formulates his view here according to different danaim. Because again, there are different issues. Not all these issues are interdependent. But regarding the issue of the regalim, the issue of what if Baal T'Acher is in sequence, he happens to hold like Reb Shimon. So therefore, Rebbe said that Nisan is Rosh Hashanah the regalim. Regarding the issue of Meisar he held like Rebbe Meir. So that's why he was sizing the Mishnah. He said the Stam Din of our Mishnah by Meisar is Echad Behel. Then he quoted the minority view of Reb Shimon that it's really Echavah Tishrei. So there's no, it's not flip-flopping. It's just Rebbe holds differently in the issues. Says the Mar'i Hachim. If our mission is really going like one Tana, like Rebbe, Arba, what do we mean there are four new years? Come There's actually five. Why five? The first of Nisan is Rosh Hashanah for the kings. The 15th of Nisan is really a separate one because that's the Rosh Hashanah. The, 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 the first of Elul for Ma'ez the fourth one is the first of Tishrei for all the Miser and Shemitah stuff, and then the 15th of Shavuot. So what's going on? So Bishlama, if you would say that the Mishnah is really Repshimin, it'd be good. Why? Because Repshimin doesn't hold the first of El, So that would be very good. There's no first of El that's going on as well. Or if you would say the Mishnah is Rebbe Meir, it's also good. Why? Because there's no 15th of Nisan. But if you make that the Mishnah is Rebbe and he holds both... He holds of Reb Meir's Ma'ez of and he holds of Reb Shimon's Baal Da'acher, then there's really five. First of Nisan, 15th of Nisan, first of, El, first of Tishrei and two Bishvat. So that's five. So this is what it means. Arba the Debe The Mishnah means Rebbe is saying like this. Everybody agrees there are at least four. The Rameir, Meir, da There are four but mine is the Regolim. Let's make this score. According to Reb you you got it. the first of Nisan. You don't have the 15th of Nisan. But you've got the first of El, you've got the first of Tishrei and Tubishvat. That's Remeir. The Reb Shimon are according to Reb Shimon. There are four Da'mais of Emos. You take out You've got the first of Nisan. You've got the fifteenth of Nisan according to Reb Shimon. You do not have the first of El, but you have the first of Tishrei and Tubishvat. So everybody agrees there are at least four. Lemaisa, Rebbe holds of two things. He holds of Reb Shimon's Baal Ta'achah and Remeir's Ma'is so of According to Rebbe, it comes out there's five in Achanami. The Mishnah was just saying there are four unanimously. It means there are four months. Four months that have Rashi Hadashim. Meaning the Gemara, until now, was assuming if you hold like Reb Shem, then there are two separate ones. The first of Nisan and the 15th of Nisan. The Gemara is saying, no, the Mishra is speaking about months that have Rashi Hadashim. So Nisan doesn't count for two, Nisan only counts for one. Practicing our new questions. Look at the price. So The 16th of Nisan is Rosh Hashanah for the Omer. What does that mean? Remember, you're not allowed to eat from any of the new grain until you bring the Omer. So the 16th of Nisan is Rosh Hashanah. It's classified as the new year regarding the Omer. Shisha ben Sivan, Rosh Hashanah, it's the new year for the Sh'te Alechem. In what regard? You can't bring from the new crop as a carbon in the Besam Mikdash until Shavuos, until that Sh'te Alechem is brought. So it's a Rosh Hashanah for Sh'te Alechem. So these are two more Rosh Hashanahs. So live Ravah, the Rosh Hashanah, according to Rava, the Mishnah should say there are six, right? Because why? Rava was saying there are four that everybody agrees to. So now it should really be six everybody agrees to. But now from listen, Hamisha, it should be five. Why five? Because according to him, we were only talking about months that have Rosh Hashanah. So we're not going to have a third one in Nisan. But we should still have the Sivan one, right? The one the stay alive, So it should be an additional one. It should be five. There are really five months that I have Rosh Chodesh. You get Nissan, then you get Sivan, then you get Elul, you get Tishrei, and you get Shvat. So it's Gamar Mar Papa Mika Hashimidi, the Mi Orta. The Mishnah is not talking about something that begins at night. The Mishnah is talking about the. Sorry, the Mishra is only talking about things that begin at night. Meaning, the Mishnah is talking about Rosh, Rosh, Rosh Hashanah that begin as soon as the night begins, like the king's new year, the reign of the king. That switches on Echab and Nisan, that's as soon as the calendar date switches, as soon as the night begins. If something that doesn't begin at night, it doesn't count. So, therefore, what's our point? The Omer and the Sheh Alechem don't take place as soon as the calendar day begins. It's not as soon as the 16th of Nisan or the 6th of Sivan begin. It's only once you bring the Karbanos during the day. So, it's not the beginning of the day, and therefore the Tana doesn't list it. Frank Gemara, a very puzzling Shakotai. Look at this. HaRi Regolim What about the Nafkamino of Baal Ta'acher? Lochaim That doesn't take effect at night for Baal Ta'acher Beka'chashu And the Tana still speaks about it It sounds like, like this What is the Gemara saying? So listen to this This is not easy When does Baal Ta'acher kick in? The Gemara assumes it kicks in At the beginning of the Rego When you have the opportunity To bring your carbon And you don't so, what's the earliest opportunity that you have to bring your carbon on the regal? Not the beginning of the regal, you know why? You can't bring a carbon at night. Carbonos cannot be offered at night. When can carbonus be offered? Only in the morning. What do you have to do first in the morning? Bring the carbon, dum right? So, it's not true that Baal Ta'achar, the regalim, begins as soon as the day begins. It's not really true. If your answer why it doesn't stay She'alechim and She'alechim and, and Omer is because it doesn't begin as soon as the calendar day begins, Baal is also not as soon as the calendar day begins because Baal is only when once the morning of the holiday begins. Now, that's a very puzzling havamina. Pashib Pashup yeah? When is baltachar? At the end, Pashup Shatzif should be at the end of the third regal. That's what it means. It's not the beginning of the third regal, is that really true? Didn't we learn that it has to be compassage of complete regalim, remember that? Here the Gemara seems to assume that baltachar will be in the very first morning of the last regal. So for Ekta Gemara, is not the beginning of the regal. It's not telling totally in the calendar day. So Gemara, no. he had to bring before. So therefore he's chayev as soon as the regal begins. Meaning, we don't give him a chance to bring it on the regal. You really should have brought it before. You delayed. So when you delay up until the last regal, now you're obligated. Now it sounds like the is even going further. We don't even give you a shot to bring it on the last regal. When does Baal Tachar set in? When the calendar date of the third regal begins. The nighttime of the onset of the third regal. it should be the passage of the third regal. It sounds like in our Gemara, it's the beginning of the regal, and the Gemara is saying we don't even give you a shot in the, from the morning of the, uh, of the regal. It's only when the, when the regal begins, you have Baal Tachar. What about yovel? When does Yeivel start? Pashub Shah? When you blow the shofar. When do you blow the show from the day? Yom Kippur. So it's not chal, or it doesn't take effect. on I have a chashif, What did the Mishnah say? It said the new year for Yovel. And Allah Khayra, it only takes place during the day. So you see that we talk about things even though they don't begin at the beginning of the count of the day. So Abdul Marishma broken. here our Mishnah, which says, that the first of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for Yoval is going like the Das Yachar of the son of Rabbi Yochum and who says that it doesn't become an Yom Kippur when you blow the shofar. Yovel begins on Rosh Hashanah, and then it begins automatically, as soon as the day begins. Really fundamental dispute. When do the laws of Yovel go into effect? On Yom Kippur when you blow the shofar, which then means it's later, or on Rosh Hashanah as soon as the day begins. So we're saying that our mission is going like Tana that it goes as soon as the day begins on Rosh Hashanah. So therefore we stick to our guns. The Mishnah is only saying things which begin automatically with the passage of the day, when the day begins. <laughs> the, 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 the if it's Yovel begins on Yom Kippur, the shofar was blown on the day of Yom Kippur. So not what we, what Our thing is different. We commemorate it after Yom Kippur, correct? Gemara, another reason why I might not say Omer <laughs> Alechem. The Mishnah is only saying a Rosh Hashanah which happens automatically. You don't have to do anything to make the Rosh Hashanah happen. The calendar day comes; it just is. We're not talking about something that you have to trigger. So Omer and it's only when you bring the carbon that it's the Rosh Hashanah, right? It's not the day. The sixteenth day itself doesn't do it. It's talib Maisa, It's talib on the action of bringing the carbon. So Akdamar regolim talib Maisa. depends on an action. Why? Which action? Bringing the carbon Talmud. Why? Because the Gemara goes back to its Havamina, that you're only over on Baal Taakhar when you had an opportunity on the regal to bring the carbon. When do you have an opportunity to bring bring it? On the morning after the carbon and tamid is brought, because you can't bring the carbon before the carbon Tammid. So it's Talibamaisa of bring the carbon tamid. So the Mishnah still said it, says the Gemara, no. Remember what did I tell you a minute ago? Baal taakr memela chail. is immediately as soon as the regal begins, as even though the carbon tamid wasn't brought. So really we stick to our answer. We're only saying things that are Khail Mameil. Says the Gemara, Hari yovelos? So yovel is not chal Mela. Yovel, you have to do something. What do you have to do to make yovel happen? Follow the shofar. The Gemara forgot. Says the Gemara, the same answer. Which means that what? Wow, that it's not tali totally in the shofar. It's just as soon as Rosh Hashanah comes, it is suddenly yovel. So like the Gemara third answer why we don't say Rosh Hashanah for Omer and Shteilechem. What he means to say there are four new years that fall on different Rosh Chodesh days. We're only talking about the ones that fall on Rosh Chodesh. So the 16th of, of Nisan and the 6th of Sivan, we're not going to count because we're only talking about days on the calendar that are Rosh, that are Rosh Chodesh days. Frank, the obvious question. Right? Two, remember, Shvat was a dispute if it's the first Shvat or two B'Shvat. Be I said the first is Shvat. So what? Your Cheshbun of four is only according to Beishamai, because you go to Beisil, it's two Beshvats, and then there are four, because again, we're saying that there are many Rashi, that there are many New Years, but the Mishnah only counted the New Years that are, that are triggered by a Rosh Chodesh day. There are three according to everybody. There's a, the, the fourth number in Achanami is Talimachlus, Beisil. It's not B'sham, I'm saying four unanimously. I'm saying there are three unanimous ones, and a fourth one will be Tali in the dispute between Beishamai and Beis.